Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Tuesday, June the 7th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, kinetic, which means relating to motion of material bodies. Kinetic. Hope everyone is enjoying their Tuesday or will enjoy their Tuesday. Uh, weather here in North Carolina, uh, warm, of course, upper 80s, expected to be in the 90s tomorrow. Man, here comes the heat. Here comes the heat. And of course, along the uh, outer banks, uh, along the shore, the, the coast of North Carolina, they are still fil- feeling the effects of that tropical storm. Uh, what they're saying is, Rip tides or rip currents, but they think it's dwindling away. It's slowly but surely moving off coast, but there still is a heightened alert. Uh, summertime in the south or summertime in North Carolina on that coast with these tropical storms and depressions and hurricanes, that's a given. But inland, inland looks like we're just going to be dealing with the heat. And they're also saying tomorrow with that 90 degrees, that's when the storm chances ramp up. Summertime in the south. Just is. Just is. And also tomorrow, hey, game three of the NBA Finals is happening tomorrow night. Golden State versus uh, the Boston Celtics. Series tied one and one. We'll see what happens with that. And on uh, uh, maybe a darker side of sports, looks like five players from the Tampa Bay Rays uh, baseball t- teams team are refusing to wear uniforms for uh or refused to wear uniforms for the Pride Night event they were having this weekend, Saturday to be exact. Uh, June is, of course, Gay Pride Month, or Pride Month, I should, I should say. And the reason why they refused to wear those insignia, that insignia on their uh, uniform for LGBTQ, they're reciting religious beliefs. And one of them, uh, 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 the pitcher came out and said, hey, I'm not against... Uh, them or, or, or their decisions or choices they made. I just feel uh, my religious religion, religious convictions say that because uh, of my re- religious convictions, I can't support it. Um, and of course, you know, uh, a member of the LGBTQ community that has an online uh, sports site came out and denounced uh, it, it just seems like we've become a society where you... you I don't want to say you can't speak your own mind, but you can't hold on to your own beliefs because if you're not if you're not supporting, then you are denouncing. And they will quickly uh, those of the LGBTQ community will quickly come out and say, you know, the regular, the usual. Uh, I don't think these players are homophobic. I think they just have a strong they have strong religions, religious convictions. And they're saying, no, I'm not going to support it. Because uh, one of the things he said was, if I follow my religious convictions in the Bible, it is denounced that that homosexual lifestyle. So he's saying because of that, he can't he he refuses to to support it by wearing that insignia on his uniform. That's his decision. That's his choice. There's nothing wrong with it. That's his decision. That's his choice. So why the backlash of, of saying uh, some many are 
quite possibly saying he's homophobic. How could he? Because it's become a society. We've become a society where whatever's popular and you don't agree with it and you speak in the negative, you're automatically ostracized and called names and belittled. And they're, they're you know, hey, you just are. You just are. Um, but as for me, I, it could go, go either way. I don't care. I, I mean, if he chooses not, and he says it's because of his religious convictions, hey, it is. It is what it is. I don't think he's homophobic. I think he's just he he just has some convictions that he's he's just going to stand by, and he's not going into that little popular circle where he has to tag along. Man, it seems like it's reminiscent of, of being back in high school and trying to be with the cool kids. Jess is. We're all adults here. Everyone in this world has their own free will, your own free will to decide what you accept and what you don't accept. Hey, you, you got you to gotta understand that. Not everyone's going to uh, agree with you. Just not. So it appears he's... Uh, or, or these players, they still haven't um, haven't really heard too much, no more than from that that sports uh, online sporting site that is a member of the LGBTQ community. That's the only one I've really heard. But outside of that, I mean, hey, I can't, I, I can't, I can't find fault with them or them. I just can't, just can't. All right, let's move along here. Also. Um, <laughs> I'm sure by now we all have heard of uh, the United Kingdom's Boris Johnson that survived his own conservative party vote to oust him. Looks like he's going to stay there. He will remain a party leader and by extension, prime minister of the UK. A vote of confidence was held. And by 211 to 148, they voted in his favor to keep him in position, keep him there. Man. Now, all of this comes about because of uh, what they've termed Partygate. <laughs> uh, apparently, the good prime minister during COVID with all the restrictions and lockdowns when he and others were on the TV and in the news telling people not to have large gatherings, the quarantine, to limit your contact of going outside as much as you can. He was having parties. <laughs> wow. So um, as a result of this uh, vote of confidence, what happened was those within the own, his own party, uh, to the tune of 54 letters came about of uh, no confidence letters. So apparently within the party, 54 people got together and they wrote these no confidence letters and wanted him out. And that triggered the proceedings to, to have that vote of confidence. Now, as a result of Partygate and now this vote of confidence, um, his poll numbers have slipped. People are calling for him to leave. And that's just not coming from uh, the public. It's some within that party, too, too. Like I said, to the tune of 54 letters were written to get him out. But he's still there. <laughs> If you've ever seen <laughs> if you've ever seen that guy, man, he looks like he parties hard. Ah, his hair is always over the place. I've never seen a picture <laughs> with him with his hair comb. He always looks like he's coming off of a good bender. 
He just does. So, uh, hey, I, I ain't surprised about that, that party gate, about him having still having parties during COVID. Guy does. He looks like he can throw them back. <laughs> but anyway, uh, his poll numbers have slipped. Maybe he'll stick around or get reelected. But it's not looking good because those on the opposite side of the party are, are saying and looking like, hey, look at this. This is supposed to be, uh, this is who we had in power during the most trying time in history and modern history with COVID and the pandemic and quarantining and, and, and staying apart from people. And here he was, a major leader in the conservative party was partying it up, losing it. <laughs> oh man, uh, good luck. Good luck is all I could tell him. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. All right, moving on also. Uh, looks like uh, Bill Cosby will have to answer some more questions uh, about sex abuse allegations again after being freed for almost a year. It looks like he's going back to court, this time in Santa Monica, California. And the now 64-year-old accuser says at the time of the misconduct, she was 16, and Mr. Cosby forced her to perform sexual acts or asexual act at the Playboy Mansion in 1975. Good Lord. <laughs> well, now uh, the case is going to be argued on her testimony alone with uh, photos and other evidence that shows Cosby there at the Playboy Mansion with her. Now, Cosby's defense team says, yeah, he took her there and the photo is legit. But what they're saying is they believe she was older than 16 and not a minor at the time of this alleged incident. Now, Cosby, who's 85, won't be in California, but rather he'll be at his home in Pennsylvania after the judge allowed him to take the fifth. And also his health reasons. He has glaucoma. He's blind. And that makes traveling difficult. Wow. That's... Um, <laughs> Uh, they, they aren't letting up. They aren't letting up in the least. They, they, they are going to get them one way or another. They're coming after them. Uh, like I said before, after I saw that documentary, uh, we need to talk about Cosby earlier this year. Uh, I, I, all of those women, oh, all of those women, there, there certainly was a, a lot of women and a lot of them told the uh, same tale. Not similar, but uh, some were similar, but some were the same exact tale, step by step, of him and his uh, escapades. Let's just say that, of him and his escapades. Um, but I, I just don't understand, and I have to say, and I'm not victim blaming, blaming so don't get on that kick. I'm just not. I, I just wonder why at 16 years of age, if you were 16 at the time, why in the world you would be at the Playboy Mansion? <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I'll never know. I don't care where life had you or, or, or whatever or what have you, but 16 years of age at the Playboy Mansion, even for back then, is a bit too much. It just is. It just is. And, and, and looks like he's uh, once again going to have to face some, uh, going to have to answer some questions. Even though he won't be in the courtroom, like I said, he's going to be in Pennsylvania. Uh, they're still holding the trial and proceedings. And the last I heard, um, 
pretty much Cosby's Cosby's defense team was discrediting everything the witnesses were saying. They just were. I think they're trying to go after her age. They want to horn in on her age uh, because, like they said, hey, that that photo, uh, she wasn't 16. She was older. She wasn't a minor. So maybe that was the reason she was there. Maybe uh, Cosby thought that she was an adult or a young adult. But she's saying she was 16 years of 16 years of age. Wow. Just wow. Just wow. We'll see what happens. I'll keep you guys posted on that. I will keep you guys posted on that. All right. Let's go get it. Now, we all know the pain at the pump. <laughs> Man, uh, here in North Carolina, they, they're saying or they're predicting or they're flat out saying, hey, gas is going to hit $5 just like that. Some predictions are saying it may go as high as to $6. In some places in California, it's already $10 a gallon for a gallon, uh, for, for a gallon of gas. $10? Sweet Jesus. Who in the world has that? I mean, really. So, um, so much so, this pain at the pump, some Democratic state lawmakers have come up with a proposal to pay North Carolina working residents a 200 a one time $200 gas rebate. Here we go with another stimulus. Yeah, okay. Uh if approved, the checks could be out by the uh be in the mailbox by the start of the school year this year. Coming back around August or September. But there's always a but. Republican lawmakers say no, citing the very near assurance of a looming looming recession. Now, the Democratic lawmakers are saying how they plan to fund this uh, $200 gas rebate is they're they're saying North Carolina is sitting on a $6.5 billion surplus and wants to use $1.3 billion of that surplus to fund this gas rebate to alleviate some of the pain at the pump. Now, if if you're asking, well, how can I get in on this? Well, you got to be 18 or over and hold a state driver's license here in North Carolina. That's easy enough, isn't it? Now, Republicans say it's not a permanent fix. It's not. It's a temporary fix that if we're lucky, if we do happen to receive this $200 uh, gas rebate, it's only going to help with maybe one. And if we're really lucky, two full tanks of gas. With those gas prices going up to five and six and who knows what, that $200, yeah, it's going to help, but it's not permanent. It's temporary. And I don't know about you, but I've been down on my luck many a times. And I can tell you from firsthand experience that when you're given something, it doesn't last long. It's only temporary. Uh, and, and and then a few However long later, you're back right where you started. It doesn't help. If you guys truly and really and truly wanted to do something, instead of just giving out these these surplus surplus uh, handouts, get in touch with those at that oil company and let them know, stop jacking up the prices of gas. You say you're not in control of it. You can't control it. You're just sitting there and allowing them to raise the price of gas 
to the point that people are breaking. So, I, hey, like I said, and I got to agree with this Republican lawmaker, it's a temporary fix. It's not permanent. In the long run, it's not going to help. Because let's think back. Let's think back here, folks. We all remember those stimulus checks. Remember when we got those three stimulus checks and everyone was saying, oh, goody, goody, the government is looking out for us. They're helping. They understand. And we now know those stimulus checks in the long run and the long haul didn't do anything. It made matters worse. And if you're saying to yourself, you still ain't got it and you can't figure it out and you can't comprehend why it made things worse. Because people weren't working. They were going to spend money that they really and truthfully didn't have. They were just spending money. I mean, I'm not knocking folks because, uh, hey, who's going to turn down free money? But that really wasn't free money. Because in the long run, when it all came to a head, when it all started to boil over, now we know that stimulus handout was a facade. It was a temporary fix because as we came out of the pandemic, and with those people or those of us spending those three stimulus checks, it gave a false sense of security to retailers who were saying, yeah, people still got money. But when the pandemic was over or dwindling down and people started going back to work, if they were fortunate enough to work, they were pinching pennies because they were back to their regular paycheck and not having extra money to splurge. They couldn't keep up. Surprise, surprise, surprise. We were warned of this. We were warned by economists back then that this, these are false numbers we're getting. And in the long run, when everybody gets back to work, not going to be able to keep up those spending habits. So that's going to send inflation high. That's what we're facing now. That's the reason for the high gas prices. That's the reason for the high price of food, clothes, soap, baby formula. That shortage, but I mean, hey, I, I, I dare I say, I, I, the way things are going, when that when those babe when that baby formula finally gets back on the shelf, their prices are going to be higher than they was they were before. So all of that is the, as a result, uh, whether you want to admit it or not, it's because of those stimulus checks. It gave you a false sense of security. So when you went back to work. You had to pinch pennies because you didn't have any extra money to splurge. So that assisted in the rise of inflation. And that's assisting in the looming recession that is coming. So, yeah, I got to agree with this state lawmaker, these Republican state lawmakers. For me, keep that $200. I'll just continue to suck it up and roll with it. I know you're going to say, hey, there are people out there that are really hurting and struggling, and this would help them. Yes, it will help them, but it also is going to hurt them because there's no way in the world you could convince me that giving people a $200 one-time check to help with gas is really and truly going to help them in the long run. It's not. Perhaps, and maybe this is me, and it is me. I'm going to tell you, I'm always, like I always say, I'm out on that proverbial limb, always, always, always by myself. And I'll gladly stand out there on this one right here. You can keep that $200 because you're not coming back recouping your losses on me in the long run. That's why things, that's why things are, are so expensive now. How can you have 
a recession? How can you have high inflation if people aren't working like that? Because you got to recoup your losses. You just do. Um, Those checks. As long as you and I have been on this earth, we know full well how our government works. And the thing, I can remember this when I was a kid. The saying, the government doesn't give you anything for free is true. At some point in time, some way, somehow, on the reach around or wrap around or however you want to say it, they're coming back for those checks, those funds, that stimulus. And now this gas rebate. Yeah, you guys could keep that gas rebate. You just can. And I certainly have empathy for those that are struggling. Uh, I'm struggling also. So I understand full well what you're going through. I I don't have a silver spoon in my mouth. I wasn't born with one. I get out every day and I continue to work and grind to move forward. And one thing I know, like I said, after 48 years upon this earth, the government doesn't give you anything for free. They will come back and get their funds. And then some. Like I said, this is the reason why we're in this, 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 this high inflation and recession. This is the reason. It's a given. We were warned of this. We were warned of this when all of it started, that this was going to be a problem if they, the government continued to dish out these stimulus checks. So much so, I, I believe they gave three. Was it a three? Was it three stimulus checks? Yeah, they gave three stimulus checks. And now the prices of everything is just through the roof and folks are really and truly struggling. So I don't, I I, got to say one more time. No, you can keep that gas rebate. You can keep that gas rebate. That's not going to help not one bit in the long run and the bigger scheme of things. Appreciate the jester. I just did. Appreciate the gesture, but no, you can keep it. That, that, that's a no for me. Um, <laughs> like that Republican lawmaker said, we are facing a recession. It's coming. This this is just how these things roll. Uh, started with inflation, prices going up, everything, goods and services, even even freaking um, your 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 light bills, water bills. Everything's going up or has gone up. And here you go saying, once again, allow the government to help you out by giving you a uh, handout. That's just what it is. It's a handout. It's not a hand up. It just is. We, we By now, we should know. Uh, many people may not realize, but yeah, that's, that's just what that stimulus did. It gave false numbers, a false sense of security. And when it came time to put boots on the ground, we realized we were not prepared. Everyone was pinching pennies when they did go back to work. And folks, and some folks uh, still haven't returned back to work. <laughs> they just haven't. Or they're choosing other avenues to better themselves. A lot of people have gone into that entrepreneur thing. They just have. Saying they don't want to go back and work on anyone's clock. I can understand that fullheartedly also. But for the, the state of North Carolina to now came out this and say, because there's a $6.5 billion surplus, they want to use $1.3 billion of that 
to fund this gas rebate thing. It's a big no for me. Now, the Republican lawmaker has came out and said he supports or, or they support uh, what they call tax incentives. Mm. Everybody has a way to, quote unquote, help you out. Uh, but like I said, uh, that that that's a huge that's a no for me. Also, keep your tax incentives. I'll continue to grind it out because all of these handouts are government special uh, services, tax rebates, stimulus checks, gas rebates, however you want to word it. All of that in the long run and the big the long haul of things, it always comes back to hurt those that are working. It just does. I don't know, uh, working or for those that are in a certain tax bracket. And by a certain tax bracket, I mean those on that low end, not those in that high end. Those on the low end, we are always the one that has to pay. I don't see any any way, anyhow, that you giving a gas rebate or you incentivizing by giving a tax breaks is going to help folks for the here and now, or even down the road. It just isn't. Like I say, whenever the government gives you something, you better stand by to stand by, wait for it, because they're going to come back and get it double, double, double. And it ain't going to be no double or nothing. It's going to be double, double. They're going to get that and then some. We're living it right now. Many, if you're saying to yourself, well, you're talking foolish. All of this is a result of those stimulus checks. It just is. It just is. How in the world can you not see this? You had to know at some point in time you were going to have to pay those funds back in one way or another. Not directly, but by the, 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 the high inflation, the cost of goods, the cost of living alone. That's the reason. That, that's how you pay it back. It just is. So as far as for, for uh, as me and my mindset and my thinking about this uh, gas rebate, you guys can keep it. You can keep it. You can keep it. I'll continue to grind it out because I know full well at some point in time, like I said, they're going to come right back and get it back and then some. So that's a huge no for me. And you keep that tax incentive also. Don't need that either. You guys got to stop lying on the government to help you out. Yeah, they'll give you something temporary, but it ain't no permanent fix. It just ain't. It just ain't. Well, I'm getting ready to get on out of here. I got to go into work later on. I got to go into work later on. And that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Verbal, WordPress, and Radio Public. And as always, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when these podcasts drop. This is Stephen Carnegie. This is just a thought. Thank you for listening. Amen.